I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, before we get into this week's episode, uh, I just want to send out my thoughts and condolences uh, to everybody being impacted by what's going on in Hawaii right now. Uh, I've had a few listeners reach out to me uh, and just say they have been impacted. They know people that's, that have been impacted, pardon me, and I, I couldn't read all the comments. I didn't want to miss anybody's. Uh, I just want to say that I've seen them and uh, I'm, I'm so sorry to see what's happening there and I know there's nothing I can do. Uh, to help, but hopefully this 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 silly podcast will help keep your mind off everything for the next hour and a half or so. So I'm officially dedicating this episode to to all of you impacted, and uh, and the people of Hawaii, and and we're pulling for you. And uh, I'm I'm very sorry to to see what's going on down there. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 261 and we're talking softball. From Maine to San Diego. My all-time favorite Simpsons episode. Uh, no, we're talking baseball. More specifically, we're talking Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball for the SNES. And I am floored that I think this is the first baseball game that we've covered on the show. Isn't it? I think it is. 261 episodes. And that's wild because I'm a big baseball fan these days. I wasn't so much growing up, but it's really become probably my favorite sport in my middle old age. Uh, but even though I didn't like baseball as a kid, I played the 
fuck out of this game. I'll get into how I got into baseball games on the show this week, but this was really the one that we used to rent all the time when I was little. Primarily just to play home run derbies, but I've been revisiting it to get ready for this episode, and I'm shocked at how well it holds up. There were some great sports games from this era, like NHL 94, the Mutant League games, NBA Jam, and I think Ken Griffey Jr. stacks up against all of them. I feel like there's... It's weird with retro sports games, you know? I feel like there's very few mid retro sports games. They were either garbage or they were just timeless. And I think what makes the timeless games less of time is that they were just so simple to pick up and play. You know, they were brilliant in their simplicity. There were some great sports games today. Like you're talking MLB The Show, some people like NHL, the NBA 2K, FIFA. I'm sure somebody likes Madden out there, but like you need a, you almost need a, a like a physics degree to play some of these games. They're so complicated. Stuff like Ken Griffey Jr.'s MLB, NBA Jam, Tecmo Bowl, NHL '94. You know how to play them halfway through your first game, and I and I think that's the secret sauce to great retro sports games. So I'm looking forward to this one. As is my pal Brad, who makes his triumphant return to the show this week. We had so much fun talking about what made this game so great. Kind of reminiscing about sports games as a whole from back then. There's a little bit of baseball talk, mostly just about a couple of rules. And I know some people think baseball is boring. I disagree, by the way. But this game isn't boring, and I hope this episode isn't boring either. And we'll get to all that in just a minute, because speaking of uh, kind of boring, it's time for another edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard and consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they're fun and uh, you don't have to be drunk to enjoy them. Uh, but seriously, if you do want to skip the intro, you just hear for Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball talk. Go about 30 minutes up the road and you'll be there, okay? But give the intro a chance. We talk video games and stuff. It's lots of fun. Uh, I have to get my plugs out of the way. It's how we keep the bills on. Give me five minutes, tops. We're and, and Not even five. Is it five minutes? What, I, I should, probably less if I fucking stop. Anyways, we're running a summer sale. Until the end of August, you can save 20% on all Remember the Game merchandise at RememberTheGamePodcast.com. We have hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, all kinds of stuff, rocking incredible art drawn by my man Joe from 4545 Creative. There's a couple of new designs over there, a fifth anniversary shirt featuring myself and our beloved CEO, my dog Molly, and we also have a Saturnian World Order shirt for you weird Sega Saturn kids. Uh, so you can find all that, like I said, rememberthegamepodcast.com, 20% off till the end of the uh, end of August. And of course, if you don't like clothes, you can always just support us on Patreon. It's about the, be- the best deal in the history of the universe. Our subscriptions start at $3 a month, and we offer up to four extra podcasts every week. Every Monday, it's Purple Monkey Dishwasher, our Simpsons show, hosted by me and Mark McHugh. We just finished season one. We're moving into season two in a week. I can't fucking wait. Every Tuesday, I drop The Rambling Idiot, where I talk comedy, TV, movies, sports, whatever's on my mind. There's movie reviews and stuff in there as well. Every Friday, it's Game Patch, my modern gaming news show where I talk about the biggest stories in gaming, new releases, sales picks, etc. And Expansion Pass goes live every Thursday, and that's a different gaming show each week. We look at characters, consoles, genres, hypotheticals. There's lots of modern game reviews, tons of rankings, some comedy episodes. This past week, it was Expansion Pass 173, and I tackled a massive topic that people have been asking for for a while now, and that was I sat down and I ranked all 86 original robot masters from Mega Man 1 through 11. It was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, but fuck me, was it fun. Like, I love that series, and a big part for the reason is because of all the robot masters. It was like ranking 80 children that I love and six that were just horrible mistakes. And as is becoming tradition, here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of Expansion Pass, ranking all 86 robot masters. 
But number 81, Astro Man. The only good thing about Astro Man is Astro Crush. Uh, Astro Man's ability, you like rain asteroids down on the full screen. And it's pretty awesome, but it's not worth dealing with that shitty boss fight. Number 81. Number 80. This is the first one somebody wrote in about, and two of you wrote in about it, and I feel like this is my first hot take. Number 80 on my list is Bubble Man from Mega Man 2. And I was shocked that he had defenders. Billy Yo Blues Link wrote in and said, if I had to say my favorite enemy robot master of all time, it'd be Bubble Man from Mega Man 2. His stage is iconic. His music is amazing. Of course, his weapon sucks and he's easy as fuck, but that's why I like him so much. It's so fun to kill him and he's so pathetic and funny looking. He's lovable. Plus, in Mega Man fandom, he has an interesting backstory of having this hidden motive to prove himself to his robot brothers and the band, the Megas, have a really good song about him. That is more Bubble Man lore than I possibly ever thought I would hear in my life. So that's now available in our archives, and this week it's Expansion Pass 174, and we're revisiting something we did a couple years ago. Uh, every week here on Remember the Game, we play Play One, Remake One, Erase One, and everyone yells at me for making them choose between their favorite games. So this week it's your Play One, Remake One, Erase Ones. Volume 2, patrons will submit their entries and make me suffer for a change as I work through a whole bunch of them. Should be a really good time. So again, subscriptions start at $3 a month to get new podcasts every week, instant access to hundreds of ad-free archive bonus podcasts. And I want to say, I'll throw this out there right now, they have finally added Patreon support to Spotify. So you can now add all your Patreon podcasts to your Spotify feed. You can actually find our Patreon feed on Spotify. Search for Remember the Game Industries. You'll see the Angry Adam logo. And even if you're not a Patreon, you can scroll through the entire library and see what episodes are in there now. It's fucking awesome. And not only do you get all those old episodes, you get a bunch of new ones. You get access to the Remember the Game Discord. You get the chance to vote in our Patreon poll every month. You can submit comments for all of our shows. And you even get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest Patriots. Joey Prevost, I hope I said that right. J Jose Duran, Jared J. Beach, Scott B, Two Beagles, One Treat. I love that. T Stank 101, the best Jeff you know. I know some great Jeffs. That's a high bar. Z, Z, I'm Canadian, I should say Z. Alberto Casavantes, Teleman704, Blank Famous06, The Rockstar, Bill Melillo, Melillo, that's a fun name to say if I said it right, Stephen Heck, Drake, The Angry New Yorker, doesn't exist, Peter, doesn't exist, S, Arcad and Prime, Colin Fly, Red Fox, Saxman Trick 13, and Matt B. Thank you all so much for the support and welcome. To Remember the Game Industries, don't forget patreon.com slash remember the game. 5% of our income gets donated to charity at the end of every year. We offer annual subs. It'll save you a month's fees. It's good times. And finally, to wrap up the plugs, you can find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash remember the game whenever I feel like getting on there. I'm working through playing through Batman on the NES right now, so it's making for some fun streams if you want to come by and say hi. That's enough blowing myself. Let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges. It is our opening segment here on the show. Uh, I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming related, but not always. And uh, we call it blowing in the cartridge. He blows all right. He blows big time. That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. <laughs> Let's blow our first blower this week is the prophet formerly known as Lara Croft's tits who wrote in and said, I recently learned that the Ocarina of Tim in Germany is called Das Flutenduten. I feel like this needs to be the new official mispronunciation for Remember the Game Industries. First of all... If that's true, that's phenomenal. But I'm Googling that to make sure I didn't just drop like some fucking slur or something. Because with all due respect, your handle is the prophet formerly known as Lara Croft's tits. So I don't think class is necessarily high on your on your list. 
Das Fluten Duten to English. It says here that that translates to the Flood Duten. I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's true at all. That's no, I mean, I don't think the Flood Duten is offensive. But I'm not, I'm going, I'm sticking with Akarida of Tim. If you're going to fucking say it, say it right, Prophet. <laughs> I do like Thoughts Fluten Duten, though. That sounds great. Uh, Xstar25 wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, you've poked fun at hating golf in real life, that is. But have you ever tried Frisbee golf? I started playing it this summer and I'm really enjoying it. You know what, Xstar25? First of all, yes, I do hate golf in real life. Second of all, I've never played Frisbee golf, but I've always wanted to. Now, it's funny you say that. Because just a few weeks ago, Shay and I were driving through a park here in Edmonton, and there's like Frisbee golf courses everywhere now. And we saw one, and I was like, that looks like so much fun. I really want to try it. So I might try it. Not this year. I don't think I'll have a chance to get out this year. But next year, I might try me some Frisbee golf. Because ever since I saw that George Costanza played it, it looked like a lot of fun. I might try that. Uh, The Big Deal wrote in and said, I'm from the U.S., and 60 U.S. dollars has always been the price point for new games of any console generation. From listening to you, it sounds like 80 Canadian dollars has been the standard. I'm checking the current exchange rate. is pretty much the same, but has it always been that way historically? Has there been a point where you've overpaid or underpaid for games based on the exchange rate? Uh, I don't know if I can say whether or not I've overpaid or underpaid for games because of the exchange rate, because truth be told, until I was into my mid-30s, I didn't even know what an exchange rate was. I, I really didn't know that we had... Like our money was worth less. And some are going to yell at me. I don't know. I don't pay attention to the U.S. economy. I don't know. Um, so I can't say as I've ever done that uh, for for because of the exchange rate. Some new games now have hit $90 Canadian. I Like I think they went up to $70, did not they, in the U.S.? Some of them like PS5 and Series X games. Tears of the Kingdom. Like I know they some of them have hit 90 here. Uh, so I can't say as to that. But I know there was a time... Back in like the Super Nintendo 64 PS1 Genesis era, where it felt like there was no standard price for games. You remember that? You see the old flyers, and it's like sometimes one new game would be like $40, then one new game would be $70, and I don't really know why. Uh, but no, now it's pretty standard. Yeah, 80 bucks, 90 now for new, new ones. And uh, no, I, I can't say as I've ever over or underpaid based on the exchange rate. I have over and underpaid based on the fucking quality. Uh, Looking at you, fucking Sonic Frontiers. But no, not not due to the exchange rate. Uh, Dr. Link wrote in and said, What's up, AB? Just thinking about if the Switch is going to get that all-time best-selling console glory. If I was PlayStation, I'd probably fire out a PS2 Mini for the holiday season, charge 75 bucks for it, and sell 20 million of them just to fuck Nintendo over. The only downside to my plan is that they screw up the console as badly as they did the PS1 version, and I'm not even sure these minis count toward the final console numbers. Uh, I'm a billion percent sure that mini consoles do not count toward... The console sales number. So it w- I don't think that would play. But yeah, if you don't know, the Switch is like, what, 25 million, I think, shy of the PS2 right now for the best-selling console of all time? And the question is, is it going to get there? I think it's going to be close. Some people are saying, I think it's about, when I ran a poll about it on social media, it was about 70-30 in, in favor of people saying it won't get there. Um, but I think there's a massive price drop coming, especially once Nintendo announces their new system. And I think that might help get it over the hump. It'll depend on how long they can keep it relevant and on the market. So uh, I, I think it's going to be close. As far as your mini idea, no, I don't. I, not, the mini consoles don't count toward the main consoles' sale prices. Uh, also, uh, you're right; they fucked up the PS1 mini so bad. I would love a PlayStation 2 Classic, but I have zero faith that they'll. I have very, I have like a 10% faith that we'll get one, and I have a 0% faith that they won't fuck it up as bad as they did the original PlayStation Classic. That thing could have been phenomenal, and it was just truly awful. Decent for hacking, but truly awful other than that. 
<sighs> uh, Dragon Trainer Allen wrote in and said, Dear Hoju, I haven't been able to, uh, I really haven't been able to date and haven't, er, pardon me, okay, let me start this over. Dear Hoju, I really haven't been able to date and have been focusing on other things before now. I've started trying to date. Can you please give me all your best advice on dating? I really need it. I really want a girlfriend. I know it takes time and effort, but anyone I ask gives me the vague. Let it happen. Just talk and ask questions, advice. Do you have anything that isn't vague and unhelpful? Thank you. Dragon trainer, Alan. I mean, you're a dragon trainer. I would think that would be enough to... To get you a girlfriend, but I true. I mean, I'm being dead serious. Like, that really is good advice. Let it happen. Just talk. Ask questions. I know it's stupid, bad advice, but like, I've been with Shaylee for almost 16 years, and before that, I was with a girl for about three years, and before that, I was with a girl for about four years, and then before that, it was high school. Like, I, I really haven't dated in a long time. I've never used a dating app. I really don't know how they work. Uh, I keep asking Shaylee to show me her Tinder, but she won't. She says that I don't need to be on there. So fair enough. I don't really understand it. Um, I I really don't like, I know this is going to sound stupid, but like, I think the reason I'm not a very good looking guy. I've never had any money. I think the reason I've always been able to get dates is because people like the funny person. So I don't know if you're funny or not. That is literally all. I'm like a three out of 10, but then I have some, I have some jokes and that gets me up to a passable grade. But I think there's someone out there for everybody. And I, I, I really think the number one thing is just be yourself. Go out, ask them to meet you for coffee or something. And just add, like get to know that ask questions. Any of you trying to date, that's the number one thing. Don't talk about yourself. If they ask you questions, answer them. But find out about them. Find out about them. That's the key. And shower. Don't forget to shower. I don't know if you do. I'm assuming you do. But don't forget to shower. Brushing your teeth is good too. But mostly just ask questions. That's the big thing. That's the big thing. Uh, good luck, my friend. Good luck. Impressive Beans said, Hey, Adam, as a reformed PC Master Racer, I used to love Call of Duty when it first came out in its World War II format on PC. Throwing potato peelers, which are Russian grenades, and using classic weapons from that era was what really made the game for me. I guess where I'm going with this is, do you not really enjoy Call of Duty in its modern format? And Maybe you'd like the original better if you got a, a facelift like Resident Evil 4? I know I'd love a remake of the original personally, but even though I'm reformed, I do still prefer a keyboard and mouse for a shooter. Uh, you know what? I don't... For those of you that may be new to the show and don't know, I've never played a Call of Duty. I've played one campaign, and I don't remember which one it was. But I've never really played Call of Duty. I'm not very good at shooters. I don't play online very much. And I, if I'm putting my cards on the table, I don't know if there's anything they could do to get me into Call of Duty. Like, if I am going to play a shooter, I'll play a Bioshock or a Halo and play the campaigns. Or if I really want to play a call or a, an online shooter, I'll go to Left 4 Dead or Back 4 Blood. Uh... I get asked a lot, are you ever going to review a Call of Duty game on the show? And I wouldn't put Call of Duty, <clears throat> excuse me, I wouldn't put Call of Duty in the like the same band class as a couple of the others, like like Kingdom Hearts that I'll just never touch because I'm too scared of the fan base. But I, I, I would put Call of Duty in the like more likely than not, it's never going to get an episode category just because I've never played it. And I know people would want some multiplayer conversations and I don't think I could do it. Like, I don't think I'm the guy to review a Call of Duty. I don't hate them. I just don't have any interest in playing them, and I don't have anything to add. And I, I think I would, I think it, frankly, I think it'd be a shitty podcast. You know what I'm saying? As far as just going to play one, 
I really just don't have a lot of interest. And like, and I see the Call of Duty fan base and everybody seems to hate them every year, which doesn't make me want to play them anymore either. Um, I had considered Warzone at one point just because I thought it looked kind of fun, but then everybody was like, it sucks, and I got busy with other stuff, but I never went back. So, I mean, I hope Call of Duty finds its way back for everybody out there that loves it, but I'll tell you for myself personally, I just don't think there's anything they could do to get me into Call of Duty. I just don't think it's my... Uh, I think it's avocado. Like, I don't really like avocado. And I think Call of Duty is my avocado. It's just not, just not my, just not my flavor. So, but thank you uh, for writing in, obviously, and asking. Impressive beans. And finally, before we move on, it's letter time. It's letter time. Matt Boyce, Matthew Boyce, pardon me, Matthew. Can I call you Matt? I'm sorry. Matthew Boyce said, Adam, here's something rattling around in my head. With the leaps in both technology and virtual reality, do you think there's a way to make a full dive VR system as like in SAO, where VR will put all of your senses into the game? Just a thought that comes and goes when I think of the future of VR. So I had to Google what SAO is. And apparently it's Sword Art Online. And I don't really understand what that is. So uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Matthew. I don't, as far as are they ever going to make a full dive like SAO, I can't say because I don't know what the, I don't understand what SAO is. It just looks like you're running around with a sword. But as far as are they ever going to make a full dive VR system where they put all your senses into the game or into the system, I do think we're headed that way. I think VR is inevitably someday going to be the future of, of media, not just gaming, but movies, TV, everything. But I think we're a long ways away from it. I think the technology needs to get there. I think the technology needs to get affordable for everybody. But like I've read Ready Player One and it just seems inevitable, doesn't it? That someday we're all living in like some kind of virtual world and we spend more time there than we do in the real world. You could pretty well do anything you want there. I think we're probably headed there eventually, but I think it's a long time away. And I, I'm not trying to poo-poo on those of you that love VR, but like, look at the PSVR too. That thing came out and some people were stoked. Some people were like, it's too expensive. And now it's, I just saw somebody post online yesterday about how it's collecting dust because they haven't gotten any games for it. And there's nothing they want to do with it. I think it's a very niche thing right now, but I also think it's, it's the next four. It's, it's the next HD TV. You know what I mean? It's the next color TV. It's the next internet youtube chat room whatever i i do think it's 2023 as i'm recording this i bet you by like 2045 or something we're all just living in vr all the time or a lot of the time but i don't think it's there yet someday though someday i just i I've always said i just want to watch sports in vr i want to be like i want to view a baseball game from the view of the home plate umpire i want to watch wrestling from the view of the referee that'd be fucking sick or ringside at least that'd be fucking awesome oh my god anyway Okay, thank you so much, everybody, for all your submissions. As always, we need to move on. Let's change things up and get into our Smash Hit segment, the official game show of Remember the Game Industries. It is Play One, Remake One, Erase One. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third is erased from time forever. As always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. This week we're talking baseball on the SNES, so I went with three more SNES sports gems. Tecmo Super Bowl, NHL 94, and NBA Jam Tournament Edition. And it was a very close vote all around, but 29% 
said, play NHL 94, remake NBA Jam, and erase Tecmo Super Bowl. That's what snuck it out. Uh, let's see what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Max Renault wrote in and said, play NBA Jam. It's super fun as it is. Already been remade, and it felt off in a bad way. Remake NHL 94, because as a Canadian, hockey is number one next to pro wrestling. That leaves Tecmo football to get the fuck out of here. Just play any other Tecmo sports game, arcade or not. I hate football. I'm sure it's great, but I am biased against football. Well, Max, that's because you're Canadian and you have to watch the CFL. I'm sorry, because I know that's going to ruffle some CFL fan feathers. I just, I don't, I don't enjoy the CFL's product. I like football, though, but fair enough. I, this, I, I, have no, I, I have no ill will toward that order. That's fine. There's really not, there really isn't a wrong answer this week. I really think any order is fine. Uh, Victor from Regina. Said play NHL 94 because as far as I'm concerned, the series peaked then. Remake, te <laughs> that's a long time ago to peak. Uh, remake Tecmo Super Bowl, but keep it absolutely unchanged other than roster swaps because as far as I'm concerned, football peaked at Tecmo. <laughs> and erase NBA Jam because NBA hang time would still survive and it is essentially identical. Victor, I love that you're like, ah, you're, you seem like that person. You're like, ah, hockey video games peaked in the mid-90s. NBF football peaked in the mid-90s. Basketball, I don't care. Just jumping around. Uh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> I just assumed it's because you're from Regina, Saskatchewan, and you guys haven't gotten a new game there since NHL 94. But what do I know? Uh, Slithis the God said, First and foremost, fuck you for making me do this. But since I have to, play Tecmo Super Bowl because it's honestly my favorite of the three and such a classic in my house growing up. Remake NBA Jam and just make it the same with a mix of current rosters and add legendary squads in there like Bird Celtics. Uh, is it Celtics or Celtics? Boston Celtics. I think Celtics. Uh, MJ's, Bulls, Magic's, Lakers, and so on. Erase NHL 94 because it's the rules, and it really comes down to the fact that I don't like it more than Tecmo Super Bowl, and I don't trust current EA to remake it to my standards. That is sound logic, Slithis. You are very intelligent to not trust EA. I, I respect that. Anthony Messina said, this one's crazy. I'm going to have to play Tecmo Super Bowl. Played it with my dad as a kid, and I can't erase that memory. Uh, oh, and I can't erase or remake that memory. I got it. Remake NHL 94. Another game I love playing as a kid. It's still my favorite NHL game. Remake it with updated graphics and a roster. Maybe I'll finally beat my older brother. And erase NBA Jam. It isn't because this game is fun and I had a blast, but there are other basketball games out there like this, such as Showtime, Hangtime, and the NBA Street Games. That's fair. I, dude, I love NBA Street. We are going to do an episode on NBA Street. That's fair. Uh, is, is Leo? I don't know if I'm saying that right. I think. Is Leo 2023 said, wow, first time playing and this was tough. Play NHL 94 because it's a classic the way it is. Remake NBA Jam, even if I'm not a fan of the NBA, because an updated version of that game with more ridiculous dunks would be hilarious. And erase Tecmo Super Bowl because we can always fall back on the original Tecmo Bowl, which is still a great game and still playable today. That is a great point that I didn't think of. I, I can't think of a... If we were to race NHL 94 NBA Jam, we have an older version that's just as good. But I would hear that argument for Tecmo Super Bowl and Tecmo Bowl. That's sound logic. Uh, I'm actually going with the runner-up this week. 20% of you, as did Troy Evers, who said, Holy crap, this is my kind of play one, remake one, erase one. Play Tecmo Super Bowl. Still played it competitively. I, compete, I participate in the national championships annually. Wow. Plus, the follow-ups and remakes aren't quite the same. Remake NBA Jam. There was a fantastic remake for the Wii and PS3 around 2012, but it's time for another. Sadly, erase NHL 94 because I'm a bigger basketball fan than hockey fan. Plus, there was an NHL 94 mode in a recent NHL game. That is true as well. Uh, I know it seems sacrilegious because I'm Canadian, but I'm actually going in the same order. I'm going to play Tecmo Super Bowl because it's the only one of these three I haven't played. I really like, I actually like retro football games better than Madden. 
and I haven't played Tecmo Super Bowl, so I'm going to play it. I'm going to remake NBA Jam because I think it's the only way I'm going to be into a basketball game aside from NBA Street. And I'm going to race NHL 94, and I get that it's a sin because I'm a Canadian, but I actually played NHL 96 and 97 more as a kid than NHL 94. And I I can live with playing modern NHL, so I'm sorry, but that's just it's how it's going to work. Uh, thank you, everybody that wrote in and played along. As always, I love this segment. Uh, let's pause for a quick word from our sponsors, and then I'll tell you what I've been playing, and we'll get into Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody. Your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. All right, what have I been up to over the last week? It's been a very Final Fantasy week around here. I've been playing Final Fantasy 16 still. I know I'm going slow with that, but I'm really taking my time, and I'm doing everything, and I am really fucking enjoying it. I'm also still playing Final Fantasy 6. I'm in the end game now. We're gonna be, that's, Spoiler, that is going to be next week's episode of Remember the Game of, every, of All the Stars Line. It's a revisited episode about Final Fantasy 6. And then I've been playing Batman on the NES because uh, I'm determined to beat that fucking game fair and square. And I'm about to start Star Wars... Jedi Academy. I think I, I think that's Jedi. Yeah, I think that's Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, whatever. That one. I'm about to start that one. I'll be playing that one by next week. And I'm going to be starting Silent Hill right away as well. Uh, fuck yeah. Let's get into Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. That's why you're here. As always, I like to give you nerds a chance to sound off before my guests and I hog the microphone. So let's hear what a few of you had to say. Spurgeocalypse came in with the drop of the week. This game feels like it's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. I get that reference. Y'all better get that reference. Shout out to all of you that do. Well done, Spurge. White Burrow said, I never watched baseball, but this was the first game I remember being able to rename my players, which made it more fun for me to add my friends and my pets' names to the team. I also remember my cousin hating baseball, but we would spend hours playing the Home Run Derby when he was over. Great game. Yeah, the Home Run Derby was what sold me on this when I was a kid, too. I never named players on my team after my pets. That's awesome. I did name them after my friends, or I would name them after, like, the Mighty Ducks, uh, the movie rosters and stuff like that. I, I love that kind of shit. Uh, French Froggy said this was the first game I ever bought with my own money I still remember going to our mall consumers distributing that sounds like the lamest ball ever uh, to pick up a copy then rush home to start editing the lineup of the Montreal Expos with the actual roster yes oh, I miss the Expos 
Oh, fuck. Larry White said, I love baseball games, and this is a classic arcade-style game. I remember my uncle telling me the Kansas City Royals roster was compro- is compromised of U.S. presidents. I didn't believe him, so I looked it up, and boom! There were such names as Regan, Bush, and Clinton. All the rosters have different themes, so I'd never miss not having real players' names. I didn't even know that until Brad told me on the show, and we'll get into that in a couple of minutes. The Philadelphia roster? Philly's roster blew my fucking mind when Brad told me. You'll hear about that in a second. And Bab the Babs wrote in and said, I think I think it's the best baseball game ever. The perfect mix of simple yet complex enough to play with lineups and other baseball strategies. I love the graphics too. Yes, they were cartoonish, but I've always preferred that to realistic stuff for sports games. I would hear an argument that this is the, the best baseball game ever. Like I personally am a big fan of MLB The Show. I think they're the best sports games of all time. I would hear an argument that this is the best retro sports game ever for sure though. And obviously you can argue for NBA Jam and NHL 94 and Tecmo and whatever you want, but I think this is in that conversation, which is high praise indeed, my friends, and it is time to throw that praise. I am going to cue up some music. And when it stops, my buddy Brad and I are going to take a nice long look back at Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball, which originally released on the SNES in North America in March of 1994. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. All right, so joining me via the blank phone this week to talk Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball, which is honestly kind of an off-puttingly long name for a video game. It is uh, a guy with an admirably short name. It's my friend Brad. That's how it's done, Brad. Brad, fucking in and out. How are you, short name? <laughs> Great entrance as always. Thank you so much for Thanks. just really... Really bringing it to another level as always. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. good, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm great. I'm a fucking, I'm an MVP. It is a long name. <laughs> like, I was Googling it. I'm like, Ken Griffey. It's not, I, I, I always thought it was Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball. But it's Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball. Well, starring was, Ken Griffey Jr. I added the starring part, but it's a long well, I know. I was probably on the box, too. If you look at the box art for this game, you're right. It's just fucking words and it does and it, it does star him he's literally the only major league player in the game so it is ken griffey jr's baseball star ken uh, griffey it's, jr it's just and it's such a one thing in this game that's like ah shit but that like, it, like we'll get into but that there's for some sure. very we'll get into that we'll get into there's some interesting things that i did not realize but we'll get into that for sure yeah like i want to say like i i'm trying to think I this might be the first baseball game we've ever covered on the show in 261 episodes, I think. But I uh, and I, I want to know where you where, where you were with this. Like when I was growing up, as everyone famously knows, I grew up in a hockey house. I watched wrestling. That's why we haven't done a lot of football games, basketball games. <laughs> Listen to the NBA Jam episode with Brad from about a couple of months yeah. ago. <laughs> You'll find out how much I know about fucking basketball. Um, oh, I, I oh. have grown into quite the baseball fan. I actually would argue uh, it surpassed hockey as my favorite sport to watch. Like, I love baseball. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I, ha- I have to say about the NBA Jam episode really quick. Your 
what was it we'll be right back was one of the greatest oh, out, like, dude that episode went over like i was so nervous about that episode because i was like everyone's gonna be mad about how little i know about basketball and actually that episode people really that that episode went over really well and oh really to, to its great. credit nba jam was the tits like that game held up so yeah, that game yeah, was fine yeah. but this one like growing up so i my dad brought back this game 31 and one from cambodia and it was like a rom game for the nes with a bunch of games on it and one of them was baseball i think it was like black box baseball for the nes and i knew nothing of baseball at the time but my brother and i used to play it because we were kids and that was the game we had and that oh, was wow. actually that was how i learned the rules of baseball was playing that game and I really liked it. So when I got a Super Nintendo, outside of hockey, that was like the game I was kind of interested in. And I, did you ever play Extra Innings on the uh, Super no. Nintendo? No, I I I grew up more on RBI baseball on oh, the gotcha. NES, okay. and then and we played a little bit of Bases Loaded, yeah. which was fun. Um, no, I I I play I delved a little bit into it. Again, I was more of a I did play this game. Sure. I I remember being at friend's house and you know just really battling out. Again, I was the snobby Genesis kid, so I had oh, hardball yeah. baseball. Yeah, yeah, but I did wait, play. Wait, wait, I did wait. play. What what was the baseball game on the Genesis? It was called hardball. Hardball. <laughs> yes, like H A R D ball. I love it. Hardball. I love it. That's a great name for a game. Hardball. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry's hardball. Anyway, um, yeah, I. I, I played this one. We used to rent, I never owned it, but we used to rent this one quite a bit. And uh, it was primarily for the home run derbies. And then also, uh, I the only baseball player I knew at one point was Ken Griffey Jr. And it was A, because of the, the backwards hat and the video games. And B, but because of Homer at the bat. And, uh, you know, Ken Griffey Jr.'s nerve so, tonic. So wait, you didn't like... You didn't watch any baseball? No, not at all. I honestly didn't know. I didn't start Fuck watching it. ball until I kind of started following it in the early 2000s, which is why I became a Come Cambodian. on! No, nope. which is why I became a Devil Rays fan, because they came into the league with that awesome logo, and I loved this... it. And okay. then uh, and this... then Shaylee, Shaylee is a baseball Jesus. diehard, so she's the one that got me into it. Jesus but Christ. Now this goes up there with the... the yeah, you know... You think? But it's but but you, but you, so but. you missed the you missed the steroid era. Oh well, I mean, okay, like when I was in high school, like I like McGuire and Sosa and like like everybody was following yeah, like, the home run. You didn't like, watch? You didn't watch? Like, I, I, any I would, of it? no, I would catch like Sports Center in the morning and see like oh they both got a home okay, run. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's but I wasn't fair, like watching I, games, uh, and I wonder now with the Jays winning the two World Series in the mid nineties or early nineties, would I be a Jays fan today if I had started watching baseball as a oh, kid? I'm glad you. I see. I like as you you know, I, I'm a diehard White Sox fan from yep. the early nineties. So, uh, yeah, I, I did. I really did enjoy baseball. Griffey was one of the reasons why. Um, it's funny you say long game uh, game names. Frank Thomas had a uh, Genesis game called Frank Thomas's Big Hurt Baseball. So again, <laughs> just scary. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so bad. But... His nickname was the Big Hurt, but it was just like, but like that's the thing, right? During this era, like there were so many baseball games. No, oh, dude, everywhere. But that, I, yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking this, like, out of even today, because like someone's going to write in and argue with me, but if you were to take the NHL series, NBA 2K, MLB The Show, Madden, 
if we're if we're just talking those four, and I know a bunch of you over in the city of Great Britain, you love your your football, your FIFA's. I'm just talking like the those. Even if you throw even if you throw FIFA in, I I'm a big believer that MLB the Show is the best sports game year in year out on the market. One hundred percent, hands down. Anybody that tries to argue that, I'm sorry, you're wrong. You're I, wrong. Like they're great now, games. They the game itself. I like this year's the show. I'm on like I. I'm in into early September of my franchise mode. I've played 95% of the games every season. Sure. Like during, during COVID time off, I played 162 baseball games. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's a great, I game. played every game and the gameplay is perfect. Yeah. It is. It is. Okay. Is it, uh, let, let's not. Okay. It's not a hundred percent accurate to what the game is. Like there are still glitches and small bugs, right? But the game itself is the closest to being, perfect the computer is smart yeah the like like it it plays like the sport and the amount of you you still see videos of glitches and stuff out of the show if i I guarantee you're probably going to get littered with them now on your account for it but again i have heard people say that fifa is okay it it hasn't progressed to a point they still again you if your fans and everybody haven't realized it i fucking hate ea and because they're so fucking lazy and i love nhl i the game this year was fantastic it's a great online game the single player is atrocious it still sucks really um i haven't played i haven't played in nhl in years it's 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 not it's close but again it still glitches the defensemen are stupid it still does the same shit but everyone fucking complains about but now to that point, and that's a that's a great way to segue to the, the point I was going to make is because you were saying there's a lot of baseball games back in the day and stuff. I genuinely I know nothing about making video games, but I genuinely feel yeah. like of the of the major sports, baseball is probably the easiest one to make a good game about because with football yes. and with hockey, you need the collision yeah. detecting the goalies, yes. yeah, stuff yeah. like that. That's, I, a very, I, that's a very fair argument. That's a very fair argument. Right, too. Yeah. like baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm I was playing I was playing Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. I'm gonna say it the full way every time. But I was playing it this morning, and like, it sure it's it's basic, and we'll get into the game and the controls and stuff like that. But I was like, at its core, this almost somewhat feels like a Super Nintendo version of MLB The Show because it feels like the formula hasn't really changed. You need to update the rules, update the rosters, make the graphics yeah. better. But like, it's it's just such a it's, it's such baseball. A, it, it's baseball. It's, it's such a scientific game. And, like, I think yeah. part of the reason I didn't like baseball growing up was because it – and I hear the argument. People are going to – I guarantee I'm going to get the comments. People are like, baseball is boring. I hear it all the time. I get why people think baseball is boring. I used to think it's boring too. But when you actually just sit down and watch it, it's such a chess match. And that's yes. what I find fascinating. And I think that yeah. translates very well into video games. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I totally agree with you and, like – it just, I, I wasn't, I didn't have the luxury of playing it, but I was watching videos and it just brought back memories of that fucking curveball coming over the plate at the last second. And you're like, give me a break. Oh, buddy. But yeah, it, the, yeah, the strike like, zones but are it, bullshit in this fucking game. Oh, fucking oh yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Oh, bullshit. yeah. It's um, like that piece of shit, Angel Hernandez. Yeah, I'm going to drop an ump's name this year. <laughs> yeah. That piece of shit the other night missed 15 strikes that were clearly over the plate. And it's, I'm pretty sure he was the designer for this game for calling balls. And strikes. <laughs> so it was, it's, 
just awful. I, I promise all of you, like, we're going to get to the game now. We're 10 minutes in. This has been fun. But before we – I just quickly want to ask you, because we haven't talked baseball on the show before. Are you – where do you stand on the concept of the automated strike zone? Are you yay or nay? Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm against it. I, I understand it can be frustrating when a home plate ump's got a bullshit zone, but I just feel like that's part of the game. That's part of sports. I am – I'm in between right now because, again, Angel Hernandez the other night, I believe, I'm 95% sure I'm getting his name right, but he's a pile of shit umpire that literally makes the game about him. And he's I, – I, I feel like if you're going to stick with these guys, then accountability has to be brought into the picture. Sure. I want umps being interviewed after. I, I believe that should be happening in all sports, to be quite honest. I think refs should be able to be put into interviews, I think, in the NBA, NFL, all of it. Because if we have technology that can help us make the game better and call a ball and strike like you see, like goals in soccer during FIFA right now, they're, they're, they're still missing calls because refs are stupid. Right. It's like, and the NBA has been caught with gambling and everything like that. And don't and anybody that doesn't believe it's happening in other sports, well, you're an idiot. The frozen but, envelopes. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just viewing that yeah, guy hey, now. Hey. I'm just viewing that guy yeah. now. <laughs> but but when you when you think about it, it's like, would it be the worst thing? Would it would it change the game? I don't think so. If they went automated, to be quite honest, but it's got to work. That's yeah. it, it's got to work from the moment you had placed it in. It just has to work. I just I feel like if you fucking the, the more automated, the fear like. The, the like, fear is you can hack it. Right. And like some well, guy's going to hack it and like, I mean, I don't know. It, yeah. It, 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 it's a fine line. You know, exactly. No, but, <laughs> but no. Race. I, I just, Red Sox. All I, of us. I just feel like, oh, the race can't afford to hire someone to hack it. But uh, all, I, all I'm saying is like the more automated sports get to me, like the more I, I there's already an argument that baseball is too, um, like scientific it's too repetitive I, you know what i'm saying i feel like you're taking the you're taking the human aspect out of sports with the more well, the more you automate it but anyway. i i agree but i i also think with what they've done now and sped up the game it's not the worst thing in the world i love the pitch clock i love the pitch clock. I, it's, I, it, I think it's amazing yeah me it's, too people um, people that are complaining about it it's i guess uh one person that used to watch uh, a friend of mine that used to watch baseball in the eighties said, this is what baseball used to be. It would just right. go like play the game. Like, yeah, don't, yeah. It's, it's not waiting 30 seconds and then throwing a curveball and it's a ball and right. throw it back. And no, it's get the game going. And it's already made the game exciting. It's cut the game down from three hours. It's, a lot of them are under two and a half, two it's hours. Dope. And the, only, the only problem with it is when you're there live, you have less time to get drunk. But that's a that's very a true, very true. Minor but, complaint, minor criticism. Yeah, but yeah, it, I think it's it's one of those things where it's it's helpful. It you just if you're gonna do it, you have to be all in and nail it. Sure. From day one. Yeah, yeah. Is you have to nail it. But if you're not going to, then accountability at one point has to be brought up. And also, these ums can't be 755 years old. Like that's <laughs> it. Like I've seen some of these guys come out, and I'm like, why is my grandfather? out there right like that they do what are we doing what are we doing well okay so now now that we've gone now we've gone 13 minutes talking baseball uh i love it guy i love my i love this stupid show uh 
Speaking of how baseball used to be, so this game was in the early 90s, and I fired it up and I was playing it over the last few days to get ready for this. And I say we used to rent it all the time as we were kids. And I admittedly don't know uh, the players, but that's one of the things I love about this game. I think this is so – I'm, I'm, I'm quite as shocked this isn't a more common thing. And I don't remember this from when I was a kid because I didn't know any of the players. Like, I, some of the names in this game are so stupid. But I honestly wouldn't have known that they were fake because I didn't know anything about well, baseball. Now, um, this is exactly what I was hoping you were going to say because if you looked it up it, a little bit, like uh, I, I kind of delved into this beforehand. They did some really cool things in the sense that, like for the Boston Red Sox, I don't know if you knew this, Adam, but they used the Cheers cast names. So Cliff. Oh Clavin no, I didn't. Was, yeah, so Cliff Clavin played for the Red Sox. <laughs> now on the Phillies. On the Phillies, which you're going to have to load up now, Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed. Really? Philadelphia. I didn't know yes, that. Man. I thought they were just made up yes. names. That's sick. No. So so what they did was, for the New York Mets, they used a lot of um, um, punk rockers, like okay. old bands that played in New York. Sure. Um, uh, the great Bambino, Babe Ruth, they used his nickname Ford. W, w Ford was Whitey Ford. They used writers for certain teams. They, like in different cities, they use different guys. Like Marlon, one guy was M. Brando in, in Anaheim. For the, or sorry, back then it would have been Los Angeles Angels. So it was Marlon Brando, Fred Astaire, Humphrey Bogart. Old actors were on the Angels. They they were brilliant. That's it was brilliant. brilliant. But yeah, but like you said, it, and like that's not even a shot at you and not even, it's not a shot at any of us. But we were just like, oh, they don't have real players. Well, I guess I'm going to be Fred Astaire. But, but we just didn't realize it. Like, well, we didn't realize that they were using actors' names, but which well, is cool. Like, it is cool. I, I I didn't know that. That's fucking sick. And one of the things about this game that I think is brilliant, it, that makes it even more brilliant, is uh, if you've never played this game, I, I'm, I'm probably going to get the terms wrong, but I'm almost positive I have the, what I'm trying to say correct. They had a deal with Ken Griffey Jr. to license him, license his name, his likeness, put him in the game. They had a deal with MLB because they have the major league teams and their logos kind of their parks like the stadiums aren't exact but it's a super nintendo game you can look where the vibes at but they don't have the players and so i believe what happened is they had to deal with mlb but not with the mlbpa but what they did exactly right but what they and but what they did do is they gave you the option to change the name of every player in the game and then they built the teams based around the actual rosters from that era. Really? And, and, I did not well, I did not know you could change the name. Yeah, so you can go in and just rename everybody to their major league counterparts oh, if you want to. And I was like, what a it's like I heard an interview with the Iron Sheik. Or not the Iron Sheik, pardon me. Um um Oh fuck from ECW with the Sabu. Sabu. Um, I heard an interview with him and he was talking about how he was in one WWE game and he got a great payday from it. But then he was like, after that, they didn't want to pay me anymore. So they just put all my moves and everything in the game and you could just create me. And I was like, that's exactly what they did with this game. I'm sure that saved them millions. They're like, we'll just make these animated players that, you know, kind of resemble you. And then you can (laughs) just name them whatever the fuck you want. And I was like, name them anything. Yeah. You could have, as it's a actually kid, brilliant. dude, if you were a diehard, like if I had had NHL 95 as a kid and they didn't have oh, the yeah. actual names, but I could change the names right, of the so players, I would have oh, spent yeah. two days going through and naming every player. Yeah. And yeah, so just 100%. right there, and we haven't even gotten into like the gameplay or the grab or anything like that, but I just, right off the hop, I'm like, what a smart fucking, what a, what a smart 
workaround. I don't know yeah. how much they paid Ken Griffey Jr., but they clearly didn't have enough money left to pay anybody else, and it didn't fucking matter because you had it would Ken be very Griffey Jr. And it's funny when you when you think about it too. I bet you if we heard what the dollar total was to get that MLBPA license, we'd be like, they didn't pay that, but it's all relative to the time. Sure, you know sure, what I sure. mean. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it could have been like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and they're like, oh fuck, we can't do that. Yeah. Well, and I'm just and looking like, up. I want to see who made this because I know this isn't an EA game. Like, it's not like it was somebody with like the. No, no. It, uh, was it rare? No, I don't think it was. I'm rare. just bringing it up right now. I, I should have had this yeah. up. But no, anyway, no, the, but the it, but the point it, remains though that like that's a that's a brilliant way to work around it. And then and to yeah. me like I just like that like I like anytime I can customize the people. Like remember WCW and W Revenge, you could rename people, yep. give them different costumes. Yep. Uh, yep. I love it when I can tweak my game because then if you want to go through and name every player who they are, you can do that. Giving me that choice is huge. If you like, want to go it, in and make it all your friends, you can. Like yeah, and, and I like and that. You, and, and when you think about it too, it's like it's crazy that they could do it back then. Yeah, it was like it was, on the Super NES. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's 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 awesome. It was software creations. So, who was a software. studio Ooh, under a claim, and they're gone now. So, oh, so it was under a claim. Yeah, God, apparently claim saving saving the money on those teams didn't save a software. Anyway, yeah. um, a claim a claim had its hands in every game. Man. Yeah, they did. Oh, they what were a, what a company was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so back in the day, you got Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. Ken Griffey's on the box. I think it came with a Ken Griffey card. I never owned it, so I never saw that card. We just rented yeah. it. But then, uh, so it's great that it's got the actual teams. It's got some of their parks, even though you don't really see it them had, all that it, often. See, it had, like, they said it got up to, like, 90% of the parks, and then some of them, some of them they said they just made generic because back then they were, like, just big cement. The Houston, the Houston Astrodome was just the, it was, it was a pile of shit. It was well, just a baseball field in a dome. And when you, and when so, you play the game, like 90, you this can't isn't, see shit. yeah, this is an MLB, the show where the, the camera is like from the catcher's yeah. point of view. It's, it's God, the classic, too. me too. But this is like the classic old school sports where like, it's basically the camera cuts off just behind the pitcher, just behind the batter. And it's almost like a top down look. Like you're not, is, you can't see everything. And then even when you hit the ball and then it cuts to like the fielders, like nine, yeah. it's mostly just fe- like it, it, you don't see it's a top lot. down. Yeah. Yeah. Top down. So it doesn't really, I don't really even care about the parks like that. They had some parks is cool. I really don't care. Like it doesn't matter yeah. to me at all. It's um, an interesting fact too, that I read was that only two, only two teams played at night for most games. And it was Kauffman stadium for the uh, Kansas city Royals. And then my White Sox Comiskey, uh, Comiskey Park would show nighttime at certain shots of the stadium and stuff, which was kind of interesting. Like in the game? Did those. Yeah. In the, in oh, the game. shit. Only I didn't know night. that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's the only two Great. that uh, actually showed at night. Yeah. It's... Great attention to detail. Like, yeah. yeah like there were small things that they that they did. And and I, I again, we you and I have talked about this so many times, but I, I, the thing I like about this game too is like, even the sprites, like I was watching a video and like the White Sox logo was on the jersey. Yeah, like dude. you could see it in the sprites. Like, like they, they again, was it revolutionary? No, but the time was placed in because there were so many sports games that came out before this. And again, it's not taking a shot at um, the companies that built the games or anything like that. But they they took pride and they yeah. said, "Hey, like that kind of looks like the Blue Jays logo or that like the like, good job." Like you know what I mean? Like it. It, it still had that 
it, it, you could see the advancement in this game from like RBI baseball to the NES, sure. right? Like it, it showed evolution into the new system, sure. which is always kind of like the cool thing that I, I really enjoyed about, again, growing up in these eras where we went from the Atari 2600 and then you got the NES and like, it was mind blowing. Yeah. Like it really was like, I was saying to somebody, you know, I'm since I'm 485 years old, as I always tell you. Yeah, you're gross. Um, yeah, okay. I'm like <laughs> two years. I'm two years older than you. Shut well, up. I'm not gross yet. Anyway, continue. You're you're 40 though. You're are you not? I'll, I will be. Not yet. When? Not oh, oh shit. Okay. Anyways, back to the game. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was saying to somebody like we grew up in such an advanced time with everything. Yeah. We get to see everything. And it, it, like in the sense of technology and video games, televisions, how much better it got. But this game, like I, we were, the nineties were so much fun because of that. And yeah. this is one of those games that I feel like is a part of that genre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you put this, if you built a wall of video games on like, like if you had like a, I don't know, like a, a, just where you stored your shit. What do you call it? Like a like a a shelf. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You are old. my old oh, ass. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Joe Biden, everybody. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> like a, one of those things that stores stuff. Oh fuck. No, but if you if you had a shelf with your Super NES games on it, this game's on there. Oh yeah. I really feel that way. Like it's this it, WCW NWO, all that shit. Well, I want to say like because you brought up the graphics, I really did want to spend a minute on that. Like. Dude, yeah. this game, I was actually a little bit shocked when I fired it up because I was expecting that classic top-down, uh, which it is, you know, and, 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 like, there's not a lot of detail in the grass and the and the, and the bass tracks, which I'm fine with, but I was I was really expecting it to kind of just look like a like a Tecmo Bowl where the only real difference between the sprites is, like, the, the color of their shirt, the color of their hat, and then, frankly, whether or not they're black or white, which is always a nice touch yeah. when you get the right often, you know, or... Um, um, what's uh race, whatever the you know all that is great. But when I actually like fired it up, like they're really almost over the top looking, like big superhero looking characters with these giant muscles. Which I mean, admittedly, maybe with steroids is that maybe that wasn't the most that's not the most uh, uh sarcastic design of all time. But like the players yeah. really look good. You can see like the rippling veins in their muscles. Yeah, some of them come yeah. up to bat. They're chewing gum. And they actually like blow. Yeah, they blow a bubble. Well, they're yeah, yeah, there. yeah. When you strike out, they'll like turn around some of them and like snap the bat over their knee before they they leave. I was uh, I was truly shocked at how good this game looked. I do think once you hit the ball and the camera, so we're talking the 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 field of vision when you're at bat. Once you actually hit the ball, admittedly, then it does get a little bit uglier. Yeah. It's not awful, it gets, but it yeah, does get a it little gets, bit uglier. It gets a little nes -y. It does. It, it, it does. Like, it does. It, like, it, and again, it's not a shot. It was the time, right? Like, you couldn't – that system couldn't go from that batting to those big meatheads out in the outfield. No. And, and what's, being the same size. And, and what's funny about it 
is that like they, like it almost looks like two different games. Like when you're at bat, you're, right. you're in the you're menus, really you are right. Yeah. It looks spectacular. But then when you get into the outfield, the only thing that looks even remotely cool in the outfield, or when you actually when you when you're fielding the ball, is uh, the way the ball grows as it comes up, and you actually see like the red threads and stuff as it spins. Yeah. And then yeah. and I was like, yeah. that looks kind of neat. But then like it gets into the outfield, and like the walls are just green with the static people, and like I was playing the home run derby, and you're crushing dingers, and it's like if it gets over the wall there's a couple instances where there's crowds but then there's a lot of instances where you're just kind of playing in a blue void or maybe there's like a half of a brown building out there like yeah it's i'm not gonna i i say this without trying not to take a shot it kind of is like the lingreski stanley cup hockey yeah you know and they have the crowd where it it just turns into a void now that Darkness. That that said, I want to make sure. I, like, I really don't care. Like, and like, if the game is fun, no, that's what matters. No, the me. game is still fun. Yeah. And like anyone that's ever played a baseball game, you spend seventy five percent of the game in that pitcher batter duel screen. Like, right. it's, you're not fielding very often. Actually, that's one of the things no. that I found. Okay, so like, fuck, we're like twenty six minutes into this. I still want to get into the controls, the game modes. Uh, uh, let's, you know what? Let's do the break here. That way it's out of the way. Then we'll come back and we'll talk about the game modes and the controls and all that stuff. Because I have a lot of good shit. I don't... You know what? Okay, quick, before we go to the break, do you have anything really bad to say about this game? Um, I have one no. minor criticism, and that's... um, I Yeah, I'll do it out of the way before the break. Uh, and it kind of has to do with the strike zone. It's... Dude, I... It's a fun, it is fun to play. And maybe I'm just rusty because I haven't played it in 20 years. But like the 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 pitching, it, like when you throw oh, a pitch, yeah, if you yeah. hold down, it's a fastball. If you hold up, it's a change up. And then left and right, you can like curve it. But you can literally control the ball from the second it leaves your hand to the second it crosses the plate. And it's, I found it's, it practically impossible to strike out the computer. It was either, shit. I was either throwing balls that part is shit. or it's, they were crushing it. it. it, it it's kind of shit. And like you like can the, curve gameplay in a lot of ways is good, but the pitching, yeah, it, it just kind of made it too. Like I can't, I, I, I can't stand being able to change the ball's trajectory as it's same fucking here. hitting the plate. You literally like, like you can throw if you throw it slow enough. Like if you hold up and throw the change up, you can like curve it to where it's like almost out of the batter's box and then bring it back over the plate. Yeah. Or vice yeah. versa. And I and like and sometimes you're getting strikes at and I'm like, that was what are you talking about? If he had been in the other box, well, I would have yeah. hit him. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but I also it's one don't... of those it's it's one of those games where I do remember anger. But I'll I, tell you that. But I <laughs> there was anger with this because I remember I remember black box baseball on the NES kind of being the same where you could control the ball not to this extent but you could control it once you throw it. the The issue I think to is I I don't know what the alternative is back then. True, like but that's and like again, it's a frustration and it's shit. But you can go back and ask one of the producers and the guy would look at look at you and go, what the fuck did you want us to do? Right. Just like, throw fastballs. You, did you want one pitch? Yeah. Like you right. don't have the, you don't have the, like the, um, the like capacity the, to build it into the game. Like, yeah. Like the, the, I don't know which one is. They right weren't advanced one. enough. Yeah. You don't have the X and Y axis. Like you can't lower the ball. At a high, it's basically just how yeah. fast it goes across the plate and where it's yeah, going. Across yeah. The yeah. Plate. It's so, the evolution of the systems, right? Like, yeah. It, it was better than the NES version, but it was also like, okay, like this is kind of stupid. Yeah, like it, it's it, 
it's a fine line, but again, it's like everything else. We just complain. Yeah, yeah. Like the go. first, like the first one, the first game I fired up to play yesterday, uh, I was down twelve nothing in the sixth, and I was like, <laughs> and I had been getting some hits, but it was just like right. I'm like I either walk them or they hit it, and then I'm just hoping yes. that I can get them out. And the fielding controls, I don't, I am not criticizing. They just took me a little bit of time to get to, and that was part of my problem too. Is they were. I was not making it hard on them to get extra bases and stuff. Um, I, I, I don't recall how to field the ball, but when that screen changes, I can tell how there's a learning curve. You from tw- from twenty years ago to try and dude, pick it back up. You need to be fast. And so, okay, you know what? <laughs> Let's that. Here's the break. We'll do the break because okay. I don't want this to be any more criticisms. I love this game. We'll do the no, break. Yeah, yeah. Drink some water, and then we'll come back and we'll get into the controls and stuff. Sounds good. Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer. You're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast. And then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes. You drop your phone on the delete key. Your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is. Lightning strikes the transmitter. doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating. Which is why you need backup. Literally, in the form of CrashPlan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals. All for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com RTG. CrashPlan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click-clacking away, CrashPlan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes, they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if if your computer decides to jerk you around and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. Okay, so so we were talking about the controls. Yeah, so when you when you get it, not so much when you get a hit because then you're just controlling your running. It's easy, but when you're fielding, right. dude. So you 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 throw your pitch and like and one thing I want to point out: ninety percent of this game is done with just the B button and the D pad. Do you use A? Okay. You okay. use A if you want to step off the mound to go for like a pickoff, and once you feel the ball, you use A if instead of throwing it, you want to run like tag a guy out or run to the base or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like throwing the ball is like, it's all B and then the D pad is the diamond. So like down is home up is second, right. etc. And so it's really simple. Like once somebody makes contact with the ball and it swaps to you controlling one of your fielders, once you've got a hold of the ball, it's simply a matter of, of equating the D pad to the diamond and then pushing B to throw it to whatever base you want to throw it to. Very basic. Okay. I'm a big fan of less is more. Sure, like, we all love, you know, well, we don't all love, but, like, people love NHL, people love MLB The Show. I'm sure somebody out there loves Madden. But, like, the controls today have gotten, like, I don't think somebody that doesn't know how to play video games can pick up a controller and play one of these games today. 
Like, no. it is, it's a fucking science experiment to play one of these well, games Well, when I, I was playing, I'm not going to lie, I was playing the show last night, and I put a lot of hours into this game, and I fucking hucked one into the stands, trying to turn a double play. At a boy. With the, with the bar, I it, I hit it too quickly. I may or may not have had too many edibles last night. Sure. Playing, but that's, but they, that's a different story. Like, they've, but, gotten, yes. ty- they've gotten complex, man. God, and, I love uh, that. God, I love turning a double play. Oh, and, and it's, it's great in any it, it's great in any game. But yes, you can tell just watching that screen change from the batting view to like when you do make contact and it goes to the outfield, I can see what you're saying. It's nuts. Uh, you gotta you gotta be quick because it like doesn't the screen go black for a second and then kick back in? It is kind of well like so the like so okay, so you're pitching and you throw your you throw your fucking sixty five mile an hour change up that you that you fucking basically have, you basically that suddenly have to turns third, into a curveball yeah over the plate it goes to third base and then hooks back in but then that guy yes. crushes it because they crush everything that goes over the plate uh and yes. then it's like a split it, it is literally just black for like a split second and then yes. and then that yes. ball like you know when you're playing like a modern game like an MLB the show once there's a hit then it goes to like your outfield and there's like a, a marker on the ground and you controlling the person yeah. near and you get into that marker yeah you don't get that dude you do not the camera the camera yeah. does not leave the ball it's not like the modern no. games where it goes to where the ball is going it does yeah not it doesn't give you that the ball yeah, a good way to explain to people that don't kind of understand, like when you're the the advancements of the sports games, especially for baseball, is like when you hit it in the show, it goes to the outfield, but it gives you that broad perspective where it goes, it yeah, it goes to a wide camera. You're like, okay, there's your outfielder, there's the circle where the ball's going to be. Get your ass over there. This game stays in that tight screen, and the ball goes boop, and it goes up, and you're like. Oh fuck! I think it's right field. Well, like you know, it's going to the right, but you're like, I don't what it, know. What it does is where. it. It what it does is it like the second you make and, it, and by the by the time I was playing my second and third game, I was getting a little bit more. It's just brought to the time. You just got to get used to it. But like what yeah. it's expecting you to do is there's a tiny little like map in the bottom right corner that is basically the the whole diamond. And oh, that's right. That's and, right. And once the ball is hit, it puts an X where the ball is going to land. And then it shows a little blue dot, which is whatever fielder it's decided to let you control. And there is there is no, hey, we're going to give you two seconds to get your bearings. It, it is like, okay, yeah. you, you've you got about a second and a half to, get going. Get to where that ball is going to be. And it is, it is if you get it, it's great. And it feels good. If you get it, it feels good. Yeah, but if you yeah, miss yeah, it, you are fucked. And it takes a while to really get a feel because you get again like i was saying before the break you spend 70 percent of a baseball game either in the stat screens or in the the pitcher versus catcher or the pitcher versus batter um yeah screen so when it cuts to outfielding you're not getting as much time with that and dude there were a few where i was like fuck because i was expecting it to like say they hit it up like the the third baseline and i'm expecting to be controlling the outfielder so i'm bringing them in but then i realized like oh fuck it's got me controlling the third baseman i should have gone out to it but i wasn't thinking that because i figured it was going too far and then by the time i realized who i'm supposed to be controlling it's already gone and it not complain it just takes time to get a feel for once you get it though I got to say, man, it feels really it, – it is so satisfying. I just find baseball games as a whole so satisfying. Like you were mentioning earlier, oh, turning yeah. a double play feels great. Getting a hold of one when you're batting feels oh. incredible. Whether it's a home run or just like a deep – you know, it doesn't matter. Yes. A nice feels double great. off oh. the wall. Ah. When you hit one off the wall, 
or when the screen changes in the show to the back, like behind where yeah. you hit a home run. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, and, but, but, but it, it, again, we keep kind of referencing the show, but when you hit a home run in Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball, you get that same feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You do feel like when you get a hold of one, you're like, yeah, fuck you and your fucking change up curveball shit. Oh, buddy. It is. When you a get home- a hold of one, yeah. it's, it's it hitting a home run. I think is, uh, it's up there on the list of things that everybody wants to do. And it still qualifies in video games yeah. where you just like, when you crush one, it's like, fuck. You. It feels so good. And like, oh yeah, that, that ball, like it, so it cuts to the outfield view right away. And then the ball is like rising up and it might even go so far up that it disappears. And you're still, yeah. Oh, yeah. and what it does I, is, is it, it like, and that noise keeps getting higher while it's going up. And then it, as it's coming down. And so when you crush yep. one and it disappears off the screen because it's gone up so high, you're just listening. And you're like, Man, Ooh, yeah. I'm I'm two-thirds of the way to the wall, and this thing is still going and you're just like that's <laughs> you want to put the controller down and just be like, who wants to fucking touch me? That thing well, that and, thing's going to and, the freeway. That feels so and that's, fucking good. Yeah. And that's the thing that's still like we've discussed in so many games. I know you and I have and every other guest you've had on. You just, it takes you back where you look at your friend. Oh, buddy. He's sitting beside you that threw that pitch. It's either your friend, your brother, yeah. your cousin. It doesn't matter. The guy you don't know that's at the party and you're playing and you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Just, yeah. You want to just be like, a, what are you it's doing? A, what is that? It's what? a warm feeling. And you're, especially when you were like, for me, I was the younger brother. And if I get a hold of one on my brother or beat him at Street Fighter or just do something. I just glance at him. Yeah. And then it was like, we never really fought as brothers, but he would just, it, he made sure the next game I was fucking destroyed. Oh, but buddy. that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I still got one. Absolutely. And that's all it that, feels yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, I, yeah I, I walked out of that room. I probably lost 15 out of 16 games or whatever it was. But if I got one, not only did I feel like, well, I got one, but you, it's kind of like you're growing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I earned my brother's respect a little bit more that day. It didn't matter in the moment. He was pissed off. Yeah. But I knew deep down, it was like, yeah, I'm getting better. Uh, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm hitting dingers off him. Fuck him. It's so satisfying. No, and it, you so can it, literally, is. it really is. You can literally be down like 10 to 2, and then you crush a solo shot, and you're like, yes. I'm going to enjoy this because I just, yeah, I just yeah, got one. Yeah, because if I'm getting one, this so is the good. only enjoyment I'm getting today. It's I still do that when I play the computer uh, uh, during the show. Yeah, I'll be getting fucking murdered, and like I can't get a hit, and then I'll hit a home run, and I'm like, all right, I got one for the stats. That's right. Least. Yeah, it's, that's right. It's, it's something. It's I struck so one guy out. Oh, it's so I good. I struck one guy out. That's at least good. So it's like, so the the controls are great. It's it, the only thing I the only complaint, and it's not even a complaint, but the only criticism comment i negative ish comment i have to make about the controls is this that swap from batting to outfielding is that takes some practice like you need to be in game yeah because that is yeah that is a big adjustment that it again there's i can't even express it's, how little forgiveness there is there it is like you yeah, have a split it, second <laughs> it's real time it's, i feel like it's yeah. real time it is as fast as an actual baseball game it's but, it's it's one of those things again for the time it was tough we yeah. we had to again it was he was growing up with, hey, if the game didn't come with instructions, you got to figure it out your yeah. fucking self. And and it's what the was same thing? It's just it's 
it's just you got to get better yeah and the more you play it the more you got better and learning okay i gotta pay attention to that little map in the corner yeah and get and, going and what was rad again about this one is i just i love how simple the control like they're the x and y buttons don't even matter like this this the yeah. only reason this isn't on the nes is because graphically it couldn't handle it but it plays like an nes game which is a great comment like a great compliment it's it so is. simple no you're you know 100 you're right you're it's right so that fun. is Anybody that thinks that's the shot, that's not a shot at all. That's um, what you wanted. Yeah, you no, wanted no. these games to advance, but still be pick up and play. And this is this is a prime example of a great art. I, I don't want to like this is not a none of the games like the sports games really in during this era of sports games were really simulations. No, they were they arcade. Were. Yeah, they were. They were arcade like, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That came later. The simulation style came later. Why well, assume- these were the I assume NBA Jam. That's what actual basketball is like, right? Well, two v two, shove each other down, light on fire. Yeah, like yeah. I'd watch if that's how it was. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, well, slam balls, Matt. Yeah, slam, slam, slam balls, balls back. That's right. Ah, fuck me. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So the controls are dope. It looks nice. Um, like so. The other thing is the modes, and we never really played the season mode when I was a kid. We would rent it. We just played the home run derby, which we'll get to. But like, I will say too, it's got a great season mode because you can you can go the twenty eight games. I think it's like seventy games or the full hundred and sixty two games. Uh, what I really liked about it too is you could actually pick. I don't remember another sports game doing this. You could pick between the ninety like the ninety three rules and the ninety four rules because they were changing the playoff format, and you could pick really? which one you wanted to play. And I just like that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess with a lot of games to now, include to include that in 1994, though. Is, yeah. Wow. Like, because I, because I, again, I haven't I haven't played like NHL in a few years, but I assume that you can like you can kind of set up your own season now if you want to change the number of teams to make the. Oh yeah, yeah, right? you can customize the shit out of it. But yeah, like, but in, but in 94, game, yeah, <laughs> that was a big thing. So I, I really wasn't that's very cool. That's I was really cool. impressed with that. Um. It just doesn't have a lot of modes. You can do like an exhibition game against somebody or the computer. You can play like a, a mock world series where you just play a best of seven. You can do the season mode, which three different lengths, whichever those two formats you want. Uh, and then there's the all-star game where you literally can play the all-star game, which I can't imagine anybody was like, I can't wait to play an all-star game. Or you can play the home run derby, which well, I, it took yeah. us 42 minutes to get there. I'm almost positive. Everybody listening to this that grew up playing Major League Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. That was where you were headed most of the time, right? Yes, buddy. Yes. You sat with you sat with a group of friends. Yeah, and, and it, you just it was so it was eliminator. It was eliminator tournament style. It was hours, dude, it was, and just laughing. Oh, it was so it, much fun. It, it was so is, much fun. Hey man, this is the epitome of your your podcast, dude. It's oh. the, the 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 memories of these games, good or bad, always lead back to sitting with a group of friends, laughing or fucking yelling at each other. As a kid, <laughs> they, 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 like that's what it was. Yeah, as a kid, I, I didn't even know the home run derby was a real thing. I just knew that, like, it, I was like, God. I didn't, I didn't know anything Who about baseball. Are you? I'm a Who hockey kid. Talk to my parents. No, they but yeah, yeah, movies, they like, like anything. Kids. But we, I, yeah, I, don't I know, know video I just... games. That's why I have a video game show. But I That's thought fair. this was like so cool that like, so all we have to do is sit here and hit home runs. And it's like yes. every pitch is a perfect home run pitch. And all you yes. need to do is just hit B at the right time. And it's yes. so 
so you have, like by some fluke, if you're listening to this and you've never played this and you don't know what the home run derby is, basically you just have two players one on one. The home run derby, it's more than this, but like it's two players one on one, and you basically just have to hit as many home runs as you can. And every time you hit a ball and it's not a home run, it's an out, and you have ten outs, and you just need to hit as many home runs as you can. And it is so fucking infuriating when you go on a on a spell where you have four or five pitches where you're like you feel like your timing's good and they're either coming up just short or they're just grounders or something and you're like come the fuck on but then it, <laughs> it's so weird dude even playing it this morning you'll get into like a zone just like they do in the real home run derby where it is just yes. pitch after pitch after pitch of like you're just crushing it and you're just listening to that like and you just feel like a fucking rock star and it feels so good except when you play against the computer you have to play against ken griffey jr and that guy is fucking doped up or something because he he's, cheats. Ken, Gr- he's ken griffey jr exactly yeah uh it was i just i i love that mode and like you're right you sit there and play with your brother or your friends or whomever and it is just so much shit talking and laughing and the best is like say uh, like say you and I were having a home run derby against each other and I I hit like 12 and now you're up and you still have two outs left and you're at like 9 or 10 and now it becomes yeah. like this is intense every push of that button could make or break hey. this derby and it's fucking oh, I like, love it like we've said before <laughs> how many days or how many nights did you play with your buddies and you're sitting there playing and you're sweating yeah you're sweating yeah you're literally sweating because you're all yelling and screaming and sitting close, shoving each other, just laughing, having a great time. And then, like you just said, you've got 12, I've got nine, I've got three outs left, and I go on a heater, and then I fuck it up, and then you, oh, you, it was epic. and you start yelling at me, I, and then it's... I, I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but when I started replaying it to get ready for this show, I was like, I don't even know if I remembered that it had this great season mode and everything. Because all we would do is just play home run derbies. Like, that was all we wanted to do. You're right. You're right. I thought – I knew there was – I knew there was – I didn't didn't remember you could play 162 and you could, like, change players. But you're right. The home run derby and then the single single player mode was always – it always went home run derby then single player. Of course. Like – Yeah. And then probably – Which is fine. It made sense. Yeah, it probably explains why, like – fucking great outfielders don't get bait like it's not no one's getting a baseball game uh, named after them based on their incredible defensive play like what no. like like what's ken griffey jr known for right hidden dingers that's yeah. why that's why you're yeah. pl- it's i i don't know man i i fucking like i love this well game. in reality he is one of the greatest outfielders but sure. you're right but it's that's not, not what he's not a that's not what it's not a cover about. the cover photo of him is not jumping into a wall catching a fly ball that, yeah exactly it's him swinging a fucking dinger yeah exactly it's yeah fuck no. me man what a oh my gosh like a truth be told like there's not a ton of meat on the bone there's a great career mode you can rename the players it's got all the teams but everybody loves him a home run derby and like once like i think we've covered just like i don't know what else there is to cover like the it's it's just a i was shocked at how well dude I don't know if they're old, old sports games go one of two ways. They're either they're one of two ways. They're either fucking horrendous by today's standards or yes. they age like a fine wine. And this is one of those ones that can go in the same conversation as NHL 94 and NBA jam and Tecmo bowl. And they're just those games that like in 50 years, this will still be fun to pick up and yeah. play. It's and one of the, it, it... 
it goes onto the list where you might be sitting with friends or uh like i got buddies that have that are that have kids now that are 15 years old you could plug you could put in six games in a weekend and go okay these are the six games you and your buddies are playing this is on that list you know what i mean like you just said nhl 94 uh ken griffey jr's baseball um nba jam nba jam shit like that like there, there's there's a like uh wcw versus nwo revenge yeah like there's a there in that genre of games this is in there to just say okay you and your buddies team up here you go watch this play this yeah yeah you, you're doing a home run derby winner gets this whatever yeah. you know what i mean and like this is a great game right now that i could look at if i with the right group of friends that i have we gamble on this yeah. Oh, like we we oh, we, yeah. we put money down. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like they like literally. It's 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 one of those games where NHL '94. We we'd be like, okay, home run derby, winner takes all. Everybody throw in ten bucks. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, it's fucking. And it would be so done. Good. We'd be there all night. And I, that's yeah. a positive. Like it, it probably would get ugly, but I'm just saying it would be fun. It, absolutely. It's, I I I yeah. was just. I mean, I, I I don't think I I don't think I even need to like convince anybody listening to this of this. Like I love old video games. And this is just one yeah. of those ones that I'm like, this is why. Like, I haven't played you in 25 years. And within minutes, I was like, oh, I remember all of this. Hey, it's, uh, it's an old friend. It's an old, it's an old friend. friend. Uh, if, and, only, if only he it, hadn't got hooked on Nerve Tonic. He could have had a great career. Yeah. yeah. Ken Griffey. You're right. You are right. I wish I, I'd love to get that photo signed. Oh, Anyways, um, <laughs> one thing I will say, too, is like, to show people like listening, like this game I, I read too sold 1.2 million copies. Yeah. And yeah. like, when you think about that, you think about that in 1994, that's sure. huge. Yeah, absolutely. That's a big time game. But I also, I, I also think like, and I think part of that is cause it was legitimately a very good fun video game. But I also think part of it was like, it was probably I don't know, I have no idea what they paid Ken Griffey Jr. to be on this game and endorse this game and everything. It helps. Like that. But it what a that helps. was that was a great use of your money, like a yes. great use of your money. So it was a you knew you knew partway it was a gamble, but around that ninety four ninety five era was that fun. That was the era of when you finally got to see really athletes coming, like the Jordans, the yeah. Griffies, the uh, like just great athletes coming yeah. out to be the spokesperson for things. And again, like we were discussing, um, like there was World Series Baseball in the Genesis. There was RBI Baseball 94. RBI Baseball, what people don't realize too, is like RBI Baseball was back in the Genesis days, along with Bases Loaded. There was there was ESPN Baseball Tonight, okay? Like there was, there was some really bad fucking baseball games, but it's crazy to think that with the licensing agreements, it was... It was the Wild West back then. You could, like, we talked about when NHL 94 came out. There was, like, seven NHL games. Sure. Like, there was seven hockey games out on the market. Yeah. There was a shit ton of baseball games out on the market. And this game sold 1.2 million copies. Proves that it was, like, legit. And it was looked at as, like, it wasn't a simulation. Let's, let's take that out of the equation. Like, it wasn't, like, it was close to being, like, it's a, it's a baseball game. Yeah. But it's a lot more arcadey and fun and being able to move the ball differently and then just hit dingers and home run derbies and stuff. But just a really fun, solid game that sold a shit ton of copies. Deservedly so. 
Yeah, I loved it. I, I love this game. I um, ah, I like. I can't believe it took us this long to review a baseball game, but I'm glad that we started with this one because I'm like, I I would be very hard pressed to find a retro baseball game that I like more than Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. Like, I fucking ah, are you ready? Are we good? I think we've covered everything. Are you ready to score this thing? Sure. All right. How do you want to score it? Uh, Backwards hat. Yeah, yeah. I was so I was gonna say what about 162 games because of schedule. Jesus Christ! All right, 162 yeah. games. What do you give it? Oh God, dude! I, I like 150. Like it's it's a nine out of ten. Oh, wow. Like it's a great game. This is uh yeah. This is a great like I'll tell you too. Like I have no idea if that company's gone. I assume Acclaim owns the rights to it. I don't know, but like, oh my God, what I wouldn't love. What I wouldn't ah. Uh, it's very hard to re-release old sports games because you got to get Ken Griffey to sign off on it. You're gonna have to get MLB to sign off on it because of all the teams. Yeah, you're gonna get all you, the but, team owners to sign off on it. But well, yeah, but we probably won't see it ported. But God, I wish we would because I fucking love this game. I don't think get we'll ever this on get the it. Switch. But I would love it. I would. I'd buy it. On, I would pay twenty dollars to own this exact game on the Switch. I'd pay twenty bucks for it. So it's funny too it, it, when you think about it. Like with what I said about. Uh, they, they really, when you think about it, though, Adam, is like with them putting in like Clavin and Brando and Astaire, they got away with shit. Sure. Because when like, you think about that now, you can't take people's names. You can't use actors' names. Like, you probably you can't put Balboa. If it's not like if it's not their likeness, I bet you you could use the name. Like, well, I, I can guess. You own Our Balboa. You're going to go play as the Phillies now, aren't you? Yeah, I, I actually probably it. am going to fire it up and have a look at the <laughs> Phillies roster now. Yeah, yeah that's fucking sick. Yeah, when I read R. Balboa, I'm like, well, I, I know Adam's now a Phillies fan. That's, that's my it. guy. Start that's my boy. Yeah. What, uh, yeah, what, are you, what are you giving it out at 160? You know what? I'm going to give it a. am going to give it the same score, man, 150. It's it Again, it's it's a game that, like you said, you started playing it and you're like, eh, and then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. You gave it the time to really – I know how to do this again. I know it's like riding a bike. It's the yeah. same thing as everything else. It's muscle memory. Once you get going with that controller in your hand, it's yeah. just, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's, I, it's I, I genuinely, experience. I genuinely feel like the biggest criticism you could throw at it is the lack of MLB players. And they have the, they have the most perfect work around that of that, assuming that you've got the patience to put, you know, a couple yeah. hours into going through and changing all the names. Right. Like it's and again, that alone, where it, it just it, it's it's proven for the times where like you you could just picture these guys designing the game in the room going well fuck we can't afford to get the players yeah. all right well, let's just put an edit mode in yeah. what do you mean just i love it put a fucking edit mode in it if somebody wants to do it they yeah. do it themselves yeah that's I our workaround um, and you just laugh and you just laugh because you know somebody from mlb back in the day was like these motherfuckers you sons of somebody bitches. has yeah everybody's in the game they put everybody in how they put it in edit mode, and there's nothing they could do about there's it. There's nothing. It's because they say, hey, hey, you want to put your name in? Go ahead. You want to put in uh, Jay Buhner and Frank Thomas and uh, the 1994 New York Yankees? Go ahead. Yeah. That was great. Fucking great game. That was fun. Buddy, I wasn't sure how this episode would go because, like I said, there's not a ton of meat on this bone, but uh, there was enough. This, mo- this bone's full of steroids because this was fun. This was a good episode. That was a fun game. I'm actually going to go play a little bit more of it. I love that game. Um... Great talking to you, man. You've had, you're on a hot streak because you got to do NBA Jam and then you got Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball. 
We're going to have yeah, to do well, like some shitty sports game next just to even well, things out. Oh, shit. You, you're still making up for Shaq Fu. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I probably owe you one more good game to make up for Shaq no, Fu, no. and then we'll call it. I'll do – hey, again, <laughs> we tried to – it was Shaq Fu, and then we were going to do WrestleMania, and then we just said that. A kid. There's, there's nothing there. Jesus. No. Um, but, no, it's, it's always a pleasure. It's always a good time. Likewise, buddy. That was fun. Thank you for doing this. No problem. Thank you. that is going to do it for this week's episode brad thank you so much for giving me a call and talking a little baseball i appreciate it every single one of you nerds listening to this right now whether this was your first remember the game or maybe your 261st remember the game thank you for giving us a chance i know there's a lot of retro gaming podcasts out there and i appreciate that you uh you give us a little bit of valuable time in your sexy ears and if you want more of these baby patreon.com slash remember the game subscriptions start at three dollars a month you get yourself up to four additional shows a week all ad free fucking hundred i almost said thousands but it's not thousands yet hundreds and hundreds of archive bonus podcasts ad free waiting for you and you can now check them out on spotify just look for remember the game industries on spotify you should see the the full patreon feed there it's got the angry adam logo as the avatar and even if you're not a patreon you can scroll through and see the entire lineup and then it is very very simple to uh, sync up your Patreon and Spotify, and then you can just listen to the show there, and it's fucking, ah, it's about fucking time. Life is grand. It's awesome. Uh, also, if you didn't hate this, maybe leave us a nice review, would you? I don't know what they accomplish, but the other shows ask for them, so I'm going to do the same. We've been getting some nice ones lately, and they make me feel good about myself, so I appreciate that. And uh, what else do I have to plug? You can find me on Twitch. Uh, whenever I feel like getting on there, it's usually two or three times a week. Twitch.tv slash member the game. Just come by and say hi. I've been working on Batman for the NES lately. I've also been playing a lot of Tetris over there. It's good times. Uh, and I have a PO box. You can find that at rememberthegamepodcast.com. No big gifts. Just send me uh, just send me something little. Send me a postcard, a letter. Let me know where you're listening. I'll send you one back. We'll be friends. It's good times. While you're at rememberthegamepodcast.com, don't forget to check out our merch because it is all on sale, 20% off till the end of August, including our new fifth anniversary shirts featuring me and my dog Molly and our Saturnian World Order SWO shirts for you weird Sega Saturnians. That is it. I'm going to thank some patrons and get out of here. I'll be back tomorrow for all those patrons with Expansion Pass where I will answer your Play One, Remake One, Erase Ones. Friday, it'll be Game Patch. And next week, it's a whole another slab of podcasts, including Purple Monkey Dishwasher on Monday where Mark and I will rank every episode from season one the rambling idiot on tuesday expansion pass thursday game patch friday and remember the game 262 on wednesday which if all the stars align will be a revisited episode about final fantasy (laughs) six take it easy everybody thanks for listening talk to you on the next one cheers so long goodbye Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I turn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the senior executive vice president level or higher at patreon.com slash remember the game. And as such, I am contractually obligated to say their names as quickly as possible. So a huge thank you to... Alex McIntyre, Buck Do, Nothing Could Possibly Go Wrong, Philip Ramsey, FR, AJ Mukherjee, Johnny Zubu81, Lord State Puffed, Flinny123 is Sarah Flynn, Ryan Whitcomb, Big Daddy Randall, Scissor Fist, Elephant Calves, Uncanny, Preston Dylan Tourette, Cody Thompson, Liquor Like Luigi, Fill Up My Mouth With Farts, Cesar, Plow King, Find Me Bonestorm, or Go To Hell, Matt Zeus, 
Adam Blank's evil twin. Lost my place in my spreadsheet there. Bula, Glue Scappin, Super Nintendo Chalmers, Blobby Rogers, Brian Richmond, Sabin, the guy who does things. Robbie Air, Jay Callahan, Adam Blank still hasn't reviewed Mario Galaxy, Shoeboxers, Atria Wormwood, Raging Irish, that one kid Josh, Mark Sneed, E-Man Trucker, The Supreme Chozorizo, Fallen Snow Kiku, Tyler Bauer, It's OG, Hired Goons, who? B-Money, Mellow Yellow 8787, Benjamin Atkins, Faded Sufferance, Alex Ramos, Sour Goatface, Max Sandin, Frosty Bear, Brian Weber, Lord Longrod Von Hugendong II, Digital Dave, Because 19, Shorzy, Can't Destroy Her, Kevin Monroe, Dr. Nightmare 23, The Big Deal, Nafe, Adam Martinet, Nick Creature, West Gen, Postman, Darth Skywalter, Solomon Soto, Just Car Pranks, Mr. Papa Giorgio, Itchy Nutsuru, Lucas Valadez, It's the Bigfoot, Alex R, Ryan Perry, Ted Explosion, Tom Houlihan, Neil Cooper, Alexander Camps, Dakota Guy, Works for Me, AB Kellen, Knife Goes and Guts Come Out, Kia Pup, Brandon DeZeba, Bobby Litton, Oh My God, It Froze, Chris Lovin, Big the Cat, Zamatos, Christopher Britt, Cam Nelly 23, Quiet Place Queen, Burt Macklin, Trevor McKee, Chevy Boy, Chevy Boy, 9211, Bulma Simp, Hitchy Poo, Beef Dingleberry, Timothy Sabrinsky, John M. Watkins, On My Foot, Graham Kennedy, Musty Beetle, Radioactive Man, Maverick Marty, Christian Gabriel, Brian Neese, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Isaiah Squeaknut, Sleeper Hit, Colin Bollinger, The Fletchman, Nerdy Hybrid, Donnie the Dude, Walter, Sam Carpenter, Drugs and Ben, okay, Franklin Badge, John of the Adult Children Podcast, James Juan Francesco, Current Remember the Game Hall of Famer, Mark McHugh, Max Lagroom, Them Boys on the Roof, General Fury, Cody Richardson, Nicole Aldena, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Chris Williams, Joe Stone, Jimothy, K.H., Esteban Navarro, High Plains Drifter, Hego Waffle, Antonio Echeverria, Pet My Peeve Podcast, Storm Beagle, Scary Terry, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Wyatt the Surgeon Who's Not a Surgeon Row, A Dude Named Adam, Decoy Man, Fuzzy 99, Gabe, Stud Still Smash, Sean Ramos, Evolva, Leroy Westrich, Nicola, Thomas Smith, C-Spin, Beaver Boy, Laces Out Dam, Biddy, Thomas Childs, Jake Carter, Nick Amos, Eric James, Ruben Elizal, Joe the Sandman, Phil Lencher, Juris Dr. Mario, Mizuru, Steve Dulk, Jameer Williams, DBXJ, Nova Crane, Ray Sam Wontonga, John Ray Pram, Elijah Burns, Chugger22, Triple Frosty Fee 492, Chris Dickin, Balsack Teabagger, Zach Shepard, Holmes, Denzalo, Trevor Leahy, Just a Fish, Sir Francis Cake, John Woodruff, Tunable Power, Daniel, Captain N, Jeff Bergeron, Zonko504, Titan420, Squints, Johnny from Virginia, Wolf Magic21, Doogie, Andy Hudson, Wolfgang Darren, Mercury869, G9PSX, Mike Maloney, Ryan Kinchin, Zane Donovan, Morgan A-Town, Nathan Trombley, Aaron Lawson, Scott Brooks, No One Cares, Dave Thompson, Angry Ticks, Frazier Burns, Jordan, Andrew Wright, Chris Fleury, Doug Dorn, Slick, Rick Dan of DNA Gaming, Dave McGee, King Bahamut, James Clark, The Keegs, Andre Sharonic, Joe Buck, Makeshift Mallow, Magic Money. I'm still not out of breath, so I'm going to keep going until I run out of breath. Oh, my God. Thanks, everybody. Ha. Can't quite seem to get up under my own power anymore. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. Take it easy. Cheers.